Welcome to the Billboard Podcast, a safe space where personal growth meets self-love and spirituality. In here, we hold conscious and sometimes controversial conversations between open-minded souls as we believe in the power of sharing wisdom while remaining a curious student of life. I'm your host, Antoine Billboard, conscious content creator, spiritual influencer, and trauma-informed breathwork facilitator. In these episodes, I will open up about my own healing journey and how we can all contribute to the creation of a better world by raising human consciousness. Let's awaken the matrix within the matrix. For today's episode, we are joined by R.L. Malpica. RL is a conscious content creator, a life coach, a spiritual mentor, Reiki 2 practitioner, filmmaker, producer, and creator, slash founder of the conscious streaming platform Akashaflix. We're going to talk about Akashaflix later on to today's episode, don't worry. But in general, in today's conversation, RL and I went on several topics regarding spirituality, consciousness, we touch on some not so conspiracy conspiracy theories around society as a whole and we also talked about where we are going as a society and how the light is overshadowing the darkness really positive stuff for today's episode ladies and gentlemen but before we dive into today's conversation i would like to introduce you to today's episode sponsor podmatch podmatch is like tinder but for podcasters. So essentially it matches podcast hosts with podcast guests. And it is because of Podmatch that today's episode is possible because it is through this platform that I was introduced to RL Malpica, today's guest. So for a small monthly fee, Podmatch will match you with ideal guests or ideal hosts to share your message across, have beautiful conversation, around like-minded people and around topics that both of you are passionate about. And if you're just looking for amazing guests and have an episode to release every single week for the next year, Podmatch is a platform to use. I am truly pleased so far with the experience. I have more than enough guests to finish this season of the Billboard Podcast, so definitely give it a try. The link is gonna be in the show notes below. And now with all of that said, and without further ado, let's dive into today's conversation with RL Malpica. RL Malpica, thank you so much for accepting my invitation to come to the Billboard Podcast. I'm really, really grateful to have you here. How are you doing today? Oh man, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. It's tr it truly is a pleasure. So RL, you are a life coach, a mentor, founder of a streaming platform called Akasha Flex, which I cannot wait to dive into later. You're also a Reiki healer, so, so many fascinating things that we can talk about today. Mindfulness, spirituality, free thinking, oneness, and the list goes on. So, I'd like to invite you to introduce yourself to the listeners, a little bit about yourself, and most precisely, something that's common within my guests here on the show is that we all hit this like rock bottom moment or we have this 180 turn. So what was your path leading to today, this moment before the Reiki, before Akasha Flex? What brought you to this return to yourself? You can give us the elevator pitch if you want to. You can go as deep as you want. So yeah, tell us your story. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, you know, you, you kind of hit on the head. Everyone kind of hits that moment, you know, where that, that 180 uh, in film terms, they call that like the turning point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but for me, like I've always been kind of different, you know, as far as like my outlook on life. 
Um, a lot of people say I'm against the grain per se, but I've just always had questions and I'm the type of person that like, you can tell me the what, but I need to know the how and the why too. Um, so like I grew up in a um, you know, spiritual household. Uh, like my stepdad was Muslim. My mother was Catholic and I was all, my nanny was uh, a Lutheran. You know what I mean? So like I got a, a bunch of different facets, wow. uh, you know, growing up. And um, I'd always, I just always had, always had questions. I was actually pretty heavy into Christianity, uh, heavily conditioned by Christianity. And I'm not, you know, I'm not out there knocking anybody who's a Christian or anything. This is more along the lines of my journey. But a good friend of mine, uh, in fact, my best friend, challenged me on a lot of stuff. And I didn't have answers. So I started reading a lot, um, a lot of different, like, non-Christian centered books and realized there's a whole, no, there's a whole other world out there. Um, took some courses in college on, on religion itself, worldwide religion. So I learned about a bunch of different religions and that, you know, sparked so much, so many ideas, so many thoughts, so many, uh, so, so many different viewpoints. And then my daughter, who she's 20, she's going to be 23 now, um, you know, very close to my head or at a young age. And she came out as lesbian when she was a junior. And I was a heavy Christian at the time. And anybody who knows Christian doctrine, at least for what they profess, they push a lot of nonsense against anything outside of what the, the basic sexuality is, in, in, especially in America, right? And, you know, her being so close to me, and it really opened my eyes. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, it took her a while to tell me that I'm just thinking of all the times that that rhetoric was around her. And it just showed me, it's like, look, once again, that just added on to that fact, like there's a whole other world out there. And personally for me, I dealt with a lot of mental health issues, uh, depression, a lot of anxieties, all these things started culminating at the same time to the point where I was dating somebody and someone I was really into, but I was into that person based on what they could provide for me. And so all of my self-worth was attached to that person. And uh, she, she broke up with me and I was devastated. That pushed me on a journey to fall in love with myself and understand my own self-worth. So mixture of all those things, I know it's a lot, like a few different areas, but mixed with all those things, you know, it culminated into kind of my self-healing journey. And that was based on knowledge, understanding who I truly was. And then later on, figuring out that this is what I wanted to profess to the world and share with the world. So I know it's a lot there. <laughs> I know. And thank you for, for sharing so openly. Sure. Was she the mother of your daughter? No, she was not. She was okay. not. Okay. So it's like, yeah, we all go through challenges and questions for Definitely. me it was a breakup as well um where could we go with this conversation first do you feel like of course it's really helpful to go on a spiritual path personal development return to self do you think it's necessary to thrive in life or how much does yeah. it yeah i do because uh, look life is like everything in society makes life difficult Right. They you read different <laughs> articles about one thing and then you read another article completely on the 180 degree difference. So it leaves it leaves the average individual confused. And I'm talking about everything. 
right? From how you're supposed to live your life to what religion you're supposed to be, what your philosophy should be, what your diet should be, what your health should be, this, that, and the other, right? But all the answers to every single thing starts right here. And if you don't learn that, if you don't understand to love yourself, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You know, you're always going to be searching. There's always going to be a void. But if you reverse that and you learn about yourself, you spend time with just yourself and learn to actually love yourself, then everything just falls into place. Everything. As within, so without. Like our relationship to self is the the foundation to any other relationships, really. Being the best version of yourself is not only going to add a positive impact to your life, it's going to add a positive impact to to the world. Yeah. Right? You know, you're going to be a better on. friend, a better, a better coworker, a better father, better brother, you know, whatever the case, lover, whatever the case may be. Because how you treat yourself is how you're going to treat other people too. 100%. Because if it's not in you, you can't express it. Yes. And there's something you mentioned about like society being confusing. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if religion, spirituality, and science united, we would have a much better understanding of the universe. It's like the, these three massive ways of perceiving the world. So I really believe that if we united these three things, religion, spirituality, and science, it would bring the world together. I agree. I agree. We actually, um, I don't know if you've heard of syncretism before, um, but we have a, a metaphysical doctor that is on Akasha Flicks that does a masterclass on syncretism. And syncretism is basically the connection of everything. It connects science, philosophy, all religions with the stars. And, and it's, it's, it's an amazing science. It's, they say it's the oldest science that's, that there ever has been. Because there is, if you look at doctrine and see how they all connect, because they do. And then if you look at science and science is trying to make sense of like what you said, what you can touch, feel, taste, and smell. But science also knows that there's that sixth element as well, that, that ether, you know what I'm saying? That, that truly connects everything. And you're starting to see a lot more of that with quantum physics and whatnot. So I agree hundred percent. And hopefully we get to that point. I, I feel like we're in the consciousness era. So a lot of those questions are being asked and that's why you're seeing so much resistance from politics and society because you know we're just smarter you know collectively we're just smarter as a people and we have more tools at our hands to find out more information you mentioned a cash i would like to know and i'm sure the listeners are dying to know as well is sure. that like a gaia tv what makes a cash unique yeah well Ga- um, gaia is probably the closest thing that you could compare it to um because honestly there isn't a lot of conscious content out there but yeah, you know, we, we basically call this like Netflix, but with metaphysical and conscious content and free thinking content. Uh, I built the streaming service in November, grassroots from the ground up. I accumulated some of the best metaphysical healers, teachers together to, to create content on the platform. And ultimately it's for any, you know, it's, it's for a number of type of individuals, but the, the main point of it is to help people out there understand their true power. Right. And we talked about self-love and how important that is. It puts you in a, an atmosphere of, of high frequency conversations, uh, education, visuals, you know, so, so anybody who's new to spirituality and they want to kind of get into it, but they don't know where to start. It's a great place for them. For the more, you know, novice individual who's kind of, you know, who's kind of dabbled in it, but isn't, you know, still needs a little bit of direction. There's content for them. And for those that have mastered this shit, 
there's there's stuff for them as well because we have some some really deep intense conversations discussions and some on some of the podcasts and and whatnot so a little bit a little bit of everything for everybody this is so necessary yeah we have Gaia TV there's forbidden knowledge and now we have a cash flex this is good and even like when i listen to the radio or the mainstream tv they start you know dabbling into yeah. spiritual topics or meditation like people right. are like meditation oh yeah no it's like the new yoga <laughs> it's like the new, right, the new right, right, right. taking selfies doing yoga and i was like taking selfies while meditating well i don't know how yeah. you could do that but <laughs> There is a curiosity and I feel yeah, like right. it's a it's not where I want things to be ideally, but it's a first step and it's giving me a lot of hope. We've seen war yeah. and violence rate declining over the past few years, which is really good. It's still very prevalent, unfortunately. But the numbers are here, war is declining. Mm. Are we like in a transition period? It's like is it a test to see if that's really what we want? What's going on? <laughs> We are in a transition right now because right now the light is probably shining brighter than it ever has been. Um, I, I said a little bit earlier, we are in the consciousness era. So that's why you see more mainstream media and, you know, commercials and even movies talking about more conscious elements, more spiritual elements. And McDonald's giving crystals I mean and... <laughs> things to as toys yeah. and kids like yeah for sure for sure and yeah bringing up the mcdonald's is, is, is a great point because it is it is conflicting because as you know someone like you and i you know who who live this this isn't a hobby like this is our life and then you see people kind of just showing an interest but treating it like a hobby and not really you know kind of getting the commercial version of it you know that's that's kind of the, the yin and the yang, the balance of it. It's like, you know, hey, at least it's being, at least it's being shown and, and projected to, to individuals that are maybe spark more, more of the youth so they can ultimately make this more of the norm. But back to the, back to the resistance. Yeah, like the lightness is overpowering the darkness. And that's why you see so much resistance. That's why there, there's a spiritual warfare going on right now between the light forces and the dark forces. No more prevalent than during the, this whole COVID situation. Um, you know, not to get too too heavy into that. You know, I don't want you to get banned or shadow banned or anything. But, but to speak on that, that's part of it. Like the powers of this world, they they're utilizing every single piece of power they have right now. Whether it's shadow banning or or suspending people on social media or quieting voices or shutting down websites like that that in action what we're seeing right now is the warfare happening because the resistance is real and energy is the foundation of everything and if more of the collective consciousness of the world is on some love shit is on some togetherness type shit well then those darker <laughs> those darker forces they 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 won't have the quote-unquote power to do what they're doing so that's why it's important that even though we are getting kicked off of stuff and even though we are getting silenced that we keep pushing because the more of us that there's there's more of us than them and I, that's one of my sayings there's more of us than them and if we could all if we all understood mm -hmm. that it, it'd be it wouldn't even be a fight it'd be easy easy work
But unfortunately, the majority of people have been conditioned to kind of follow along and kind of go along with kind of the status quo. But more of them are waking up, you know, due to podcasts like yourself and some of the content that we're creating. You know what I mean? That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a war on consciousness. Yeah. And we're not going to win with guns and tanks and violence anymore. We've right. tried it in the past. But I feel like the war is more on a personal level. And, and speaking of this war on consciousness, you said that they're using shadow banning. They're like inhibiting yes, what's go. going on. But also, they're probably worried. Because you, as you said, we are more than they are. And like I believe there is one person of the population quote-unquote yeah, exactly. controlling playing this game of making money and mm -hmm. capitalism Percent. and laws and this game you know and but i also think it would take maybe one percent to reverse that because because consciously yeah. if there's like what is it called an egregore if we all think the same thing like this is where we're going like this new earth with more love i i believe that only one person is required a couple hundred thousand and we're going to get there. Yeah. If, if, and, and, it, and not, that's where it comes down to energy. So the 1%, the powers that we're talking about, they understand energy better than most. So they understand how, they understand how to manipulate it. Right. So if but they manipulate it for self, for self, rather for than darker, for exactly. Because look, people talk about like, you know, the, the common misconception about a witch or black magic and anything. It's not black magic. It's magic. Like you can utilize energy and magic and, and those types of things for good or bad. That is your choice. That's why good, God's not good or bad. It's, it's right. If you, well, God or source or, source, or right. life force yeah. energy source, it's, it's neutral. So if you use its principle, it's going to work, but you are going to do it for self or for service to others. That's what it ultimately comes down to. That's why it's so important that we understand our power because they understand energy to the point where they have literally manipulated probably billions of people into thinking yet yeah, to, to, to completely disassociate themselves with their power, to disconnect themselves from their power so they can be easily manipulated, right? If you don't understand your power, then you're, fo you're always following something. It might not be a person, but it's a system, it's, a, it's an ideo ideology, whatever it is, you're following something. You're not following yourself. So that's what they have understood. And that's why, like, you brought up 100,000 people on the right mindset. That's why it's so powerful to get a group meditation together. And there's statistics that show what that can do, collect to the collective frequency of the earth. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if we all get on that same plane, we all get in that same mindset, then we can do, we're going to do damage. And we're doing damage. Um, it's just not there yet. It's happening. We're in the middle of the yeah. war. Can we talk about Reiki? So how did you get into Reiki and what is it exactly for anybody new to this practice? For sure, for sure. Um, I One of my mentors is uh, Rosalind Santos. She's a world-renowned energy and Reiki healer. I was interested in Reiki because I'd, I'd gone to this metaphysical shop a number of times and I always saw it um, like sponsored and promoted. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna look into this. So my wife, she actually took some classes for it and she loved it. She came, she performed Reiki on me, and I was like, wow, this is, it, it was an amazing experience. And Reiki is, you know, basically utilizing universal energy 
to help heal the body energetically. Like we're, we've been conditioned to think that everything is physical, you know, when it comes to health, but energy is the foundation of everything. If your energy isn't healed, well, then your physical body is not going to be healed. A whole different discussion when it comes to sickness and all that, but that's kind of the basis of Reiki. So a Reiki healer connects to universal source, utilize their hands to give your body an energy clearing in different, in different areas. So um, my mentor, like I was bringing up, she put together a, a Reiki training course and I joined, of course, and got my uh, Reiki one and Reiki two certification. So do you like, you have to get out of the way, like your own ego to allow source oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah. How's that process like? Do you get into a meditative state? Is there some preparation leading to it? Yeah, uh, I do a little energetic ritual um, to, to get myself ready. I connect with my guides and then I connect with my clients' uh, guides as well to work together um, to, to kind of find out where those blockages are within the body and then, you know, work on it from there and then kind of go with where I'm, I'm guided and what I'm feeling. See, that's something that really fascinates me because... I myself am a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator, so I get people through breathwork and I practice breathwork on myself every single day. That's how much I love it. So cool. I talk about spirit guides, I talk about the sixth dimension and social memory complexes, but when it comes to Reiki or practices like that, what's your perspective on spirit guides and their implication on one's life do we have to communicate mm, to them okay. first do we have to show interest first or do can they interfere within our life in a more direct manner um i wouldn't say they interfere because uh, interfere kind of gives like a negative connotation like they're interrupting us or something i mean our spirit guides are are here to do do exactly what their name is guide us um and their ultimate motive is the greater good of us, of us, right? And a lot of times our ego gets in the way of that because we might think, well, no, this is better for me, why not? But as far as communicating with them, this is one of those to each his own or her own um, because it's different for everybody. Like for me, the best way I communicate with my guides is through a pendulum. That's the best way, I mean, clear cut, 100%, speaking with my guides and um i've really met on a name basis one of them um the others i've, I've spoken through through pendulum but haven't gotten that far with um but i would i just advise everybody anybody who is thinking of c communicating with their guides to start with meditation um with the intent to meet your guides um that's a big thing don't just meditate and expect them to pop up. Like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> like with the intent, like, look, I want to, and, and, and be very detailed. I want to meet in a park surrounded by blah, blah, blah. You know, be very detailed in how you want to do it. Meditate, visualize it. And, and, and that's a great introduction. And then just start, just start asking questions, you know, basic questions, real basic. And um, you can create your own systems. Like for instance, like, mm -hmm. you know, for me, left is yes, right is no. So if I ask a question and I feel something on my left side, it's yes, you know, no, things like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's for me. Like I said, to eat, everyone is going to be different. Uh, people have different gifts. I have multiple psychics that are a part of Akasha Flicks that they communicate completely different with their guides, so you know 
someone that shouldn't worry too much about where the information is coming from mm -hmm. as long as it's coming from within and also know when this intuition is influenced by maybe a darker energy you probably have encountered that through reiki or not at all mm -hmm. darker um no i'm not through not through reiki i think it's important that when you do communicate with your guides that you if it doesn't feel right then it's not right trust that because, and like I said, energy is the foundation of everything. If it doesn't feel right, then it's not right. What's something that, not that's on your mind, but what is your, what's, what's your new passion, fascination, your new concept? What are you working on? What are you learning about? Where are you at in your quest of curiosity of this universe? That's a, actually a really great question. Because I'm one of those type of people that like to dabble in everything. So like <laughs> recently I've been diving really deep in um reading tarot uh from a kabbalah perspective um a kabbalic perspective i guess that would be right um so i've been kind of kind of focusing a little bit on that but at the same time with the kasha flicks like i'm i'm a i'm a content creator so i'm always trying to create new shows and i'm working on a, a new show called my philosophy which are basically my philosophies on different aspects of life and how they may differ from the societal norm, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to kind of get people, let people know that, look, you know, I understand what you're taught in school. I understand what you see every day on TV, but there are alternative ways to do things in life. Just kind of, kind of giving, giving them that perspective. Um, but honestly, everything, because here, here's my, here's my motto, man. If you can't trust everything, you have to question everything. So like, like with, with my, my awakening and, and, the, and my third, third eye abilities, like everything I see through mainstream media or anything that comes my way, like those questions pop up everything, you know? So my, honestly, my, my ultimate, like, we're never going to know everything, right? I just want to continue to grow and level up in everything that I'm doing and, and create avenues to share my light with the world. That that's my ultimate goal. Amen. Amen. Is that what you would define as being a conscious content creator? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, it took me a while to figure that out. It took me a while yeah. to figure out. Cause like I, I, I've done mentoring. I do mentoring. I do coaching. Um, I have a podcast. Um, I've, I've done filmmaking. I've done documentary, you know, I've done all these different things, but when I look at all those different things, when somebody truly asks me, well, what do you do? I can name all, all those things, or I could just say I'm a conscious content creator because I create conscious content for the world. You know, exactly. that's ultimately what it is. Exactly. Awakening the matrix through the matrix. I love yeah, that. There you go. Yeah. That's a t-shirt, man. You should make that into a t-shirt. I would love to <laughs> make that a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, questioning everything has been a major part of my awakening to gather more information yeah know more about the universe but also how do i evolve as a person as a soul as an individual with that and how do i serve other people yep yep yeah um that's that's the basis of all of it really um and i think once people make that distinction and ultimately disconnect themselves from groupthink and from you know societal systems and realize that oh i can i can do this myself 
like, you know, I don't have to rely on this, that, or the other to bring happiness to my life or to guide me. Like I have all that right here. And that was always one of my biggest qualms with religion was it doesn't now look to, to each his own again, you can utilize religion as a, as a great tool. I'm not saying that there's no positives with it, but the majority of people um, are disconnected from themselves because they're relying on something else instead of themselves where spirituality teaches you to look within as opposed to look, look outside of yourself. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think those things are extremely important in, in the evolution of the human race, humanity, you know? I think you hit it right on the head with the evolution part. I think religions have served a purpose mm -hmm. a couple thousand years ago. But the issue is, and well, one of the issues is that it puts the authority outside of the individual rather than keep it within. Like right. you're giving away your sovereignty to a godlike figure. And it makes sense because back in the days, maybe consciousness were, was a little bit lower within the human um, normal person. So you needed to have a visual of God or source rather right. than have it be this abstract concept but as a result of that i feel like people started um worshiping like this god figure as a celebrity rather than a part of themselves <laughs> right right and right. that's what we're doing today like you know you are this sovereign being actually you're a hologram and everything that you're thinking or feelings already happen it just hasn't manifested in the physical yet and right. whatever you focus on is going to manifest around you maybe there's an rl version in an alternate universe <laughs> that's more conscious than the one i have in front of me because right where I, I'm on my path, it makes sense to have this version of RL today. Yes. Yes. And if and then I go on rabbit holes, I'm like, are my parents actually my parents? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I've been there, man. <laughs> actually, I shouldn't say I've been there. I'm there, you know? Like, is this I'm all, like, is, is this it actual? <laughs> yeah. Are they actually taking place somewhere? Or is it just an alternate possibility? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah. Have I died before? And I and my consciousness is just like, no, you can't have died. Let's just create an, an alternate timeline. Like, is this where you're at right now? I'm just like yeah, confused. All of it. All <laughs> of it. Like we like like I have a um a past life, uh past life expert with Anakasha, and um I've done a past life regression with her. And just to kind of go through that experience, open my eyes even more to, to the possibility. Because I've always believed in, look, look, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So we're always here, even though we're not in the physical body. So it always made sense to me that we live multiple lifetimes. Um, but like you talk about rabbit hole, like some of the rabbit holes I go into is like, okay, like is each lifetime based on the same lifetime? Basically, like maybe I'll come back in the same time period, but it's a completely different universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? So I, I think there can be that. Yeah, exactly. So like, even though it's, you know, 22, 22 right now, and, you know, say somebody were to pass, if they were to come back, they might come back at 2022 and it's a completely different world. Complete, everything's different, you know? And they wouldn't, they wouldn't know because they have no memory of the previous world and whatnot, but I don't know, crazy shit. I think as a soul, <laughs> 
<laughs> I think as a soul, we choose to incarnate in the life that's going to be most optimal right. for our growth. Truth. Truth. If I want to go back in the 80s in my next life, maybe I will. And I don't know if you've read Journey of Souls or any of Dolores Cannon's work. I but have it. I'm going to have to write that down. Oh, they're really interesting. Uh, Dr. Michael Newton or Dr. Dolores Cannon, they're hypnotherapist. And Dr. Michael Newton was interested in the afterlife and wanted to prove either their existence or non-existence. And Dolores, through her practice, found similarities within her patients. And basically, they were able to find similarities within people's experience. They would describe the same things like near-death experiences uh, victims can relate to like this light and basically there's this whole process this whole spirit world where you have a screen where you can see what your life is gonna look like you can yeah you can it's like you put your head on the water and you can see as long as you can hold your breath and then you have to pull it back and what you what you saw is what you have a preview on but then you can't see your whole life anyway it's wow. a whole fascinating world but i do think we chose we choose our parents we choose our lessons yeah we have to forget in order to all get the same you know to have this if somebody were was to remember their past life they would they would be at an advantage because they're like oh i i already know what i'm here for so let me just like make my th way through life we all start at ground zero with no remembrance we gotta learn how to talk first how to walk first how to eat for ourselves and then we're like back at it again hopefully going to learn our lessons and as you said like energy is infinite so even if i don't learn my lessons that's okay i get another life maybe not in this body yeah. in this lifetime on this planet but i'll return yeah i'm coming back <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. And it's a beautiful time to be alive today because of this process of unveiling and this transition period. I had no idea about all of this crystal manifestation, love attraction, universe, consciousness, oneness, quantum physics thing three years ago. I live in a completely yeah. different world. Yeah. So was that a quantum jump? Did I change yeah. universe? Like what? And Am I just expanding as a person? It's it's a fun process for anyone listening. I hope you're still here. <laughs> yeah, but these are the questions that you have to ask. Like... You know, yeah. one of the, the crazy rabbit hole things that, that I've talked about, I even started writing a, a, a movie about it, was like the fact that there's no way for me to ever know if anybody and anything around me is truly real because I can only perceive life through my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm talking to you on this podcast, but I don't know I if you're know. a real person. I don't know what, what you see out of your eyes. I don't know what you feel. I don't know what you think. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like total mm -hmm. recall in a way. It's like, you know, everyone could be acting around me. This this could be, you know, this could be the Truman Show. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. Um, and there's no way, <laughs> there's honestly no way to truly prove that because yeah. no matter what I try, I can't perceive life through anybody else's eyes, only my own. And also the paradox is that the only time we ever truly wonder about those things is during the illusion you know what i mean during the alive incarnate time oh yeah and that's the only place where we encounter yep. frictions around beliefs no yep. it's because we're trapped in this 3d world and you know these 3d constructs but our minds have elevated beyond that 3d world so it's crazy it's fun though <laughs> oh no it's it's a lot of fun and 
I mean, my ego's like, I cannot wait to tell everybody I was right. But then I'm like, oh, maybe it's gonna be disclosed in a way where I'm not gonna have a moment to say that, but I'm okay. Right. And aliens, and there's just so much going on right now. Mm -hmm. And then I just come back and I'm in my room and nothing has changed. So <laughs> right. it's like, <laughs> yep. Truman Show. Yep, all day. So all day. Let's talk about Acacia Flakes a little bit more. Like, what's what's on there? Um, whew, what's on there? Well, we got over 150 videos now. Um, we have eight different creators, uh, including myself. We have uh, five exclusive podcasts, including my podcast, Minds Like Minds, where we talk spirituality, mindfulness, and free thinking. Um, uh, over 80 episodes we've been doing it for three years great uh, amazing guests in fact we'd love to have you on for our next season man I'll, I'll reach out to you about that we do an energy clearing every month with uh, my mentor world-renowned Rosalind Santos she does a different energy clearing every month on a different topic so uh, anyone who's who's never done energy clearing before you'll realize very quick how important it is and how great you feel afterwards and she's amazing at it we do a weekly tarot reading with our uh, Jasmine the medium she does a weekly tarot reading and anyone who subscribes, she does a mediumship party every quarter. So basically what that is, is uh, subscribers can come on to a Zoom and uh, she and anyone who's never done a mediumship reading before, she will contact, you know, whoever has come, you know, for that specific time with that specific message. Um, got master classes, webinars, um, it's a lot of stuff. It's, it's like I said, it's a lot of stuff. And wow. It goes on. And it goes on. Wow. Well, sounds like something I definitely want to get into. The link awesome. is going to be in the show notes. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody gets a three-day free, uh, three free trial to check it out as well to see what they think. And... Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. RL, that's a lot of good stuff. Appreciate this it. This conversation went in many different directions. <laughs> I expect, you know, that, that's, that's, that's what's up, man. I love that. Yeah, especially for a first time, I like to just have the guests to have a conversation and then if they yeah. want to return to talk about something more specific, I for always sure. love doing that too. And since it's your episode, I'd like, if you have any last word, any last topic you'd like to cover, um, now would be the moment to do so. And afterwards, you can share about if you have any special offer going on and for where sure. the listeners can find you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I'll just say this, you have power um, to everybody out there. You have so much power that you don't even realize. And just remember that everything starts within. You know, it's all about loving yourself. And if you're not in the, if, if you did a self audit on yourself and you weren't happy with this, that, and the other, you know, write those things down and attack them. You know, it's not fun sometimes, but Understand that until you're right, right here, everything around you is, is not going to be right. And that's in every facet. Um, I talk to a lot of people about love and relationships. That's um, one of my one of my areas that 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 I feel that I'm very adept to talk about. And people always say that they're looking for love or they're searching for love. But once you truly realize like that. It starts here. And once you love yourself, you don't have to look for it. It's going to find you because you're going to be emitting that signal out to the world. So you don't have to. And you're, you're going to be walking at the grocery store one day and all of a sudden someone's going to pop up and it's going to be googly eyes and the, and the ball game's over. You know what I mean? So you don't have to look for love. Your love is right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then question everything. You know, if you, we can't look. We live in a country that killed their own president, you know, that most would most would agree had a hand in what happened on 9-11 and, and a, 
I was exactly <laughs> gonna say that. They destroyed two towers of theirs. Right. And a myriad of, of yeah, a, a myriad of a bunch of different shit that has happened. You know, so you can't trust everything. So you have to question everything and, and do it for yourself. That's your responsibility. Um, so that's that's my message to the people. Thank you for these kind words. Yeah, I, let's all just look at life as if it's a movie because nothing's real, nothing's serious. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, right. it is to a certain point, but let's all just take things with a grain of salt and a pinch of humor and spread love. I think that's what I'm going to be focusing on 100%. in the next few years is to be more aligned with love. Ah. <sighs> RL, thank you so much for being up. a guest on the show. It's been truly lovely, lovely to have you. Hopefully, we stay in touch in the future. Appreciate it, man. And I really to do. Anyone listening? Oh, thank no, no, you so let, much. Let me let those out. Oh, people. I'm sorry. Um, anybody who wants to, uh, I was going to give out a discount for for Akasha Flicks. If you use the promo code Healing, you can get the annual subscription for fifty percent off. That's fifty bucks for an entire year's worth of content. So that's that's like the, the the deal. So check it out. That's the, the deal. deal. And you get readings, spiritual parties, energy clearing. High frequency shit. Deal. High frequency <laughs> shit only. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, RL, it's been lovely to have you on the show. I hope everybody watching enjoyed this episode. And I will see you next week for the next one. Bye, guys. Peace. All right, gorgeous soul, thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of the Billboard Podcast. If you find value in this episode, please go ahead and leave the show a five-star review. Not only does it allow me to keep doing my thing, but it also brings the show to more people. And if you've learned something, why don't you take your contribution one step further by sharing the episode to a friend? I remember in my own personal growth journey, I just loved when people would send me an episode that they thought was resourceful. So why don't you be that friend? Share the love, share the message, and send this episode to a friend. I thank you in advance. I'm so grateful that you're here. And now, if you'd like to, let's hop right into another episode of the Billboard Podcast.